Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly, monthly cash flow. Our main objective is to obtain a 1% safe, secure, predictable, and consistent 1%. I already said 1%, didn't I? 1% return per week. Uh, If everything goes well, and it looks like it is, we should be on our way. So let me quickly go over what we did last night. Uh, Yesterday, I believe we are up to 1.4 or 1.5 for the week. If everything looks good and everything does look good at the moment. So this is going to be a relatively quick uh, podcast because it is Thursday. There's not a heck of a lot we can do because there's only like one day left of trading. So let's jump in, see where we are, see how our positions look. IBM is first on the list because we always go alphabetically. Okay, we're going to go just over the last 30 days because we went through everything yesterday. It is the 24th, so we want to go to mid-December right around Christmas. There we go. All right, we've seen a high at 142.20, and that was at the beginning of January. And our low was just um, Monday. And that was 124.19. We're sitting at 134.44 at this moment in time. And we got the, ooh, let me, uh, I have to open this up. Open it up, take a better look at it. We got the 133.134 call spread. Now, this is a, I believe this is the 40% trade, I believe. Okay, so whatever happens, as long as this thing stays above 134, we're going to make our 40%. Okay, so she's sitting at 134.43 at the moment. Can it go down? Yes, it could. However, IBM has a tendency to go up this time of year, and she got the dividend coming up in two weeks, and all that looking good. There are more buyers, and well, the buyers are escalating, and the sellers are uh, are retreating. So that gives me an indication that yeah, she's either going to stay the same or move up. Is it going to happen? Don't know. All the odds in my favor? Yes, they are, and <laughs> I like it that way. All right, so the odds are our favorite for IBM. She's in the money. So let's move on to Lowe's. Now, Lowe's, we did make a nice, uh, um, what do you call it? A nice premium from Lowe's. I think we got 600 uh, bucks in from Lowe's. Uh, 600, I think it was, I forget. Six contracts at 139 per share. So that's 139 bucks per contract. And that's times six, so that's uh, two, eight, yeah, probably right around 800 bucks. Anyway, so 800 bucks <clears throat> just from Lowe's alone. Now, we're going to cut a couple hundred bucks from IBM if, if everything works right, if she stays where she is, and then a couple hundred bucks from all the other ones, so all that is good. All right, so Lowe's, the last 30 days on Lowe's. We've seen a high at the beginning of January. At 260.83 and a low on Monday, 220.20. Okay, so 220.20. She's bouncing off that low. She's sitting at 229 at the moment. And where are we? 229. We sold the 237 and a half. Okay, so as long as this thing stays below 237, I can just carry this into next week. Because remember, we collected the dividends on this. Already, we got a premium, 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 and dividends, and we're still in the first month. Come on, that's an awesome play. Wait a second, 
We got these on the fourth. So that's one, two, three, four premiums and the dividend for lows. Come on, it's a dividend king. How can you go wrong there? Okay, TJX is next on the list. TJX. Now, the last 30 days for TJX, we've seen the high. It's like a double high at 77.35. Um, that was the 5th and the 6th of January. Or sorry, the 4th and the 5th of January. Uh, from there, you get your profit taken, and then it just kept on sinking until we find some support here at the 65.85. And that was Monday. So Monday, she seemed to have found its bottom uh, or its support level because she's moving up. And she's moving up very nicely, I must say. So TGX, we only got one contract and we sold it at 110 So that's 110 bucks. So I bought it for $69.96. She's sitting at $70.72 and I sold the 70 So basically what's going to happen is that I'm going to be bought out I'm going to get my money back plus an extra four cents per share. Big deal. And then uh, 110 bucks on top of it. So there's just 110 bucks just for doing that one deal. And I only got 3,500 bucks into it. So that's a, yeah, that's a pretty sweet trade if you ask me. All right, that's that one. Visa is last on the list. And the last 30 days for Visa looked something like this. We got the high on January 4th at uh, 226.79 and we had the low on Monday this past Monday at 195.66 and that seems to be the uh, the support level or at least the 30 day support level because she's bouncing off that and she's continuing going higher she actually gapped up today which is a good thing um, she gapped up today and she had a little bit of a pullback but hey that's okay we bought 100 shares at 207 207.22 actually and then we sold the contract at 207.50 for four dollars and sixty cents a share that my friends is right around two percent right off the bat okay so what's going to happen here if thing continues the way it's going because she's sitting at 208.62 at this moment is that we're going to be bought out number one get our money back uh we only got ten thousand dollars into it uh, we're already up 300 and something. Uh, we bought out, and then we're going to get the difference between the purchase price of 207.22 and the sales price at 207.50. Okay, and that difference is uh, 28 cents. So that's an extra 28 bucks. Eh, is what it is. But if you bought more contracts, then you were to get more money. Or you. If you'd bought more shares, because I only bought 100 shares. So 100 shares equals one contract. That's 460 bucks I brought in just for the premium. Okay? Listen to this. I bought it for 207.22. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 207.50. And for that privilege, I collected 460 bucks because I only bought 100 shares. Had I bought 200 shares, I would have brought in 920 bucks. But I didn't have enough money for 200 shares. Leanness, needless to say, that one looks good. Uh, next, I also did a call spread on Visa. And this call spread is nothing but awesome. I got 10 contracts. 
So I bought the 20250 and I sold the 205. The most I can make off of that is $2.50. The nice thing about it is that I don't have a whole heck of a lot of money into it. All right, and the most I can make on it, I think this was the 100% trade. Because I had a, a, a trade yesterday, I was like 100%. I was like, no way, that can't be real. All right, let me tell you exactly which one it was. Um, Visa, Visa did 175. There it is right there, the IBM trade. The IBM trade is a 100% trade. Okay, so as long as IBM stays where it is or goes up, I make a 100% return for three days. That's freaking awesome. It's one of the reasons why I love debit spreads. Stock doesn't have to go anywhere and I still make my money. All right, so Visa, as I was saying, where was I? Uh, we're at 208.49. Everything looked good. Everything's going to the positive direction. Um, she's sitting at 208.58. And as long as it stays above 205, I'm going to make my 40%. Okay, I, I just don't know how you can go wrong there. Huh. I just don't see it. All right, got about $700 left. I'm just going to leave it alone. We're not going to do very much of anything other than just taking a look at where we are and what's going on. Now, there's a bunch that I didn't look at yesterday, so let's quickly go over some of them and see what they look like. ABC is first on the list, and I'm going to put it into the trade grid first to see if it is a monthly optionable stock. ABC is, and we got one day to trade it. And let's see what the numbers look like. ABC, see if we can make any money off of one day. All right, ABC started out the, oh, it's an Amerisource, uh, Amen, uh, Amen Source Bergen. Is that right? Amen Source Bergen? Whatever. ABC, 107.85, found its bottom at the beginning of March, right at 101.92 from there. Jumps up to a trading range between 114 and 124. It's like a $10 trading range. And just travels all the way from, what is that, the, the middle of March all the way up until the end of December. Before she finally breaks out of that, makes a new high of the year at 136.95. And that was in the beginning of uh, January. From that high, you had your profit taking, find its bottom, and it's actually a double bottom. Uh, 127.94 hit on the 24th and again on the 25th and today is a sweet day Ooh, gotta love that one right, she's sitting at 134.20 at this moment in time let's take a look at seasonality to get an idea where she might be going Ooh, I like that not the most perfect one I've ever seen but she's going to she's tilting towards the upside on a flat um Horizon, you know, so it's kind of like flat, but a little tiny bit up. So it doesn't go, it's not like perfectly flat. So it's a little bit flat with a little bit to the upside, which is good because it's a nice little uh, slight trend to the upside. Slight trends, like a, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a 1% grade or a 2% grade. Not a whole heck of a lot. So let's take a look at the big chart for ABC. The big chart for ABC is she's bouncing off that double bottom. Um, Ooh, and the buyers and sellers are exchanging greetings as we speak. The buyers are increasing, sellers are decreasing, and they just passed each other. And the 50-day moving average, it's still slightly down. But with this turning of events where the buyers are coming up, it could actually change. So that is a neutral one for me. So let's see what we have here. 
Okay, the bid is 134.20. The ask is 134.32. Wow, that's a 12 cent spread. 12 cent spread on a $100 stock, $130 stock. Doesn't really thrill me. All right, so at 134, if we bought it at the money and sold it at the money call, we get $1.05 per share. You might be able to get 110 or 115 if you really try to squeeze it because the, the bid and ask on the options are just freaking crazy. It's 101 for the bid, uh, sorry, 105 for the bid and 165 for the ask. That's a 60 cent spread on the option, but it only has you know a day and a half, today and tomorrow, that's it. So if you bought it at 134, sold the 134, you get your 1%. No, you actually, you wouldn't get your 1%. You get less than 1% because you're getting a buck, a buck 10, let's say a buck 10. You take 30 cents off of that, so you're only making 90 cents. All right, so 90 cents is, is probably like a 0.6% return for, for a day and a half. All right, whatever. So if you do the 135, and she continues to go up, which uh, she might have the momentum, I don't know. Volume is not even close to the average yet. Okay, so let's quickly take a look at the volume. Okay, so the average volume is around 700,000. And right now she's at uh, 230,000. So we're not even halfway there yet. So let's see if we can do a spread, what a spread would look like. I actually, I'm going a little bit too much in depth with this because I really don't have the desire to do this one. Um, all right, at the money spread, 60 cents. That's a 30% trade as long as she stays where she is. Okay, so you buy the 133, sell the 134, 60 cents per share. If it gets filled, you make a 40 cent um, profit. Yeah, wow, that's not bad. All right, let's do one. All right, so we're gonna buy 10 contracts, A, B, C, the 100s, the weeklies, 28 January 22, which is this Friday, the 133 over the 134 call at 60 cents share limit order. Rejected, I'm off by 147. So let's try that one more time. Uh, let's do nine contracts. Oh, by 24 cents. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so apparently I can only do eight contracts. And... And I think I'm going to pass on this because as I'm watching the numbers, numbers are changing. She's down to 133.72, which means she's not in the money anymore. All right, so I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to bypass ABC altogether. And we're going to look at ADS. ADS is offering uh, 32 cents. ADS into the one year chart. She started out at the low of the year at 53. <gasps> Sorry, 
52.10, the low of the year. From there, it's a very short period of time to get to the high of the year, and it's a double high, um, $100.88 on the beginning of May, and uh, $153, all right? Yeah, $100.53 on the 1st of June. So the beginning of May, she, she get the high, and the beginning of June, she pretty close to the high again. And from there, it's nothing but down until she finds a bottom down here, the low of the year, which is 62.49. She's bouncing off that, sitting at 66.53. Okay. Now, I'm not 100% happy with, yeah, we're gonna pass on this one because starts up January on the high side, ends up in December on the low side. So now that doesn't make me happy camper at all. So I'm gonna pass on this one all together. Sorry, for those of you who like ADS, AMGN, AMGN, put it into the one year chart, AMGN is a month, a weekly. Okay, she started out at, She started out the year at 252.36. Okay. Um, she found its high at 259. And that's what I'm going to call it an anomalyptic event because it happened and it doesn't look like it happened for a long period of time. Like someone sold it and it quickly retraced back to where it was supposed to be. So a normal high would have looked something like 256.11. That's about as high as she got on a consistent basis. Then she drops down to the low of the year at 198.56. That seems to be support, bounces off that. Hits a new 30-day high at, two th at uh, 235.80. Got your profit taken, you got a new 30-day bottom at 220, bouncing off that, she's at 226.61 at this moment in time. So let's take a look at the big chart for AMGN. Yeah, we're gonna pass on that. 50-day moving average is down. Both the buyers and sellers are retreating, looking for some kind of stability and just not finding it. COP is next on the list. COP. All right, another weekly, there we go, COP. Nice, ooh, this is what I like to see. Now, I like to see it, but I don't like to see it. Let me explain briefly. ConocoPhillips is a, it's a gas and oil company. Started out the low of the year at $40.01. Quickly finds its trading range between uh, 50 and 60. Travels all the way up until the end of August. Jumps up again to $73 area. Travels there right up until January. And then from there, she hits the high of the year at $89.64. Guess when that day was? Today. And do I buy at the top of the list? At the top of the chart? No, I do not. So we're going to pass that one right away. EMR is next. Now, sorry, you know, because... ConocoPhillips may be a great company and it may continue to go up. 
However, I have a strict rule. Never buy at the top of, of the market. And right now, she has a high at 89.04. Well, she's sitting at 89.04. She hit a high of 89.64, but that was today. So could it go higher? Yes, it could. Will it? Don't know. I really don't want to blaze a new trail. I'm not a path maker. Um, where was I? I'm looking at EMR. EMR into trade grid. And it is another weekly. Wow, all the achievers weeklies? I know the dividend aristocrats aren't all weeklies, and I don't like to jump to them right away. All right, EMR Emerson started out at the low of the year at 78.57. Um, seven months later, she's at the high of the year at 105.93. Get your profit taking, get a little trading range, and the new 30-day low is 86.72, and the new 30-day high would be 98.30. Now you get your profit taken off of that high. It looks as if this is a new uh, support or a new bottom at 89.72. She's sitting at 91.71 at this moment because you got uh, one, two, three, four up days in a row. Usually, give you an indication that um, you know that the trend is reversing. Now, this is another one that has a nice slight uptrend to it. Nothing huge, but I like it. Seasonality it has consistency because that's what we're looking for: consistent profits. Uh, the big chart for EMR. All right, fifty-day moving average is moving up. However. There are more sellers than there are buyers. And that's usually a neutral position. You know, not that the buyers are not escalating, they're still retreating, so it doesn't work for me. JBL. Is JBL? Let's check out JBL. Is that a monthly JBL? It is a monthly. All right. So we're going to pass on JBL. KR, isn't that Kroger? Didn't we already look at Kroger? We did. We looked at Kroger earlier. Well, let's look at it again because I don't really remember one of those things about getting old. And, ooh, it looks pretty nice. All right, Kroger started out at somewhere in the $36 area. By the end of February, found its bottom at $32.17. From there, nice escalation to the high of the year, which was the middle of January. Profit taking, and this could be a turning point, the $44.18, because uh, she opened up a little bit higher. Yeah, she opened up higher today from yesterday's close. That could be a turning point. Don't know. Let's take a look at seasonality and see where she usually goes this time of year. This time of year, she's usually flat to the downside. That does not make me a happy camper, so I'm going to pass on that one right off the bat. LLY. Uh, Isn't that Eli Lilly? I'm not sure. Let's check it out. L-L-Y. Eli Lilly. I was right. And that is a weekly. Alrighty. So let's put it into the one-year chart. And see what the one-year chart says for Eli Lilly. L-L-Y. There we go. Not too bad. Not too shabby. She started out the year at 209.03. By 
Mm, let me think. End of April, she finds its bottom at 178.35. From there, she escalates to the high of the year, which just so happens to be the middle of December. You got your profit taking a little bit of retracement and then um, a reversal. And it appears that we have a new bottom here for that support for the last 30 days, and that's at 232.68. And she's moving up. She's sitting at 240.54 today. Let's take a look at the big chart. Now, this one might be a little iffy. The 50-day moving average is to the upside. However, the buyers are staying neutral and the sellers are retreating a little bit. So I'm not quite sure where that price is going to go. It's not a clear indication. I could be wrong. 3M, we already did 3M, but, you know, just for the fun of it, let's look at it again. 3M, 1, 2, 3, there you go, 3M. 3M started out at 181 area, found a really good support at 173.53, finally broke out of that in March to hit a high of the year at 208.95. From there she goes basically sideways in the $200 area, finally coming down to a new trading range between 173 and 183. But uh, she's not looking all that good the chart you know if you be tying up your money great that's up to you but to me this does not look that great the, you know the 30-day chart or the 90-day chart not even the one-year chart looked that good i'm going to bypass on that one uh what are we looking at next s h s c h w is that sherwin williams now is it s c h w okay s c h w Schwab. Oh, okay. SCHW. All right, Schwab. Ooh, this is the kind of chart I like to see. She started out last year at 54.13. By the end of the month, she's at 50.77 as a low of the year. From there, she jumps up to 66, between 66 and 76. And travels that for mm, well, five months, six months. Breaks out of that. Hits a new high in mid-January. Got your profit taking. Finds a new bottom this week. Nice escalation from the new bottom of this week at, uh, what is it, 85.18. You got four up days in a row. Gotta love that. Let's take seasonality. Take a look at that. And hopefully we got a good buy signal off of this one. Okay, so sure... So Schwab basically has a sideways market for the next couple of day, couple of weeks. Doesn't thrill me. Uh, the big chart for Schwab. Schwab. Now that's a good indication of, of a change, changing of the guards. The buyers are, re, are advancing, sellers are retreating. They've been doing that for the past couple of days. Um, however, the 50-day moving average is a little slight to the downside. So let's take a look at the trade grid, see if there's any possible trades for Schwab. Alrighty, so we're looking at a bid of 91.17, ask of 91.21. So if we were gonna do the 91 and sell a call on that, you'd probably look at a little bit about buck 12 per share. So you're looking at like a 0.75 for two days. I don't know. 
if that's what you're into. Uh, let's see what a, a spread would look like. I don't have any money left, do I? I have 300 bucks left. What could I possibly do with 300 bucks? All right, well, let's find out. All right, it's like a vertical. Schwab at the 91.22. 66 cents a share. Okay, so that's a 30% trade for a day and a half. Um, I don't think I can do 10. Uh, no, I cannot. But I can do 8. Let's see if we can do eight. All right, so we looked at, put a contract in for eight. We're going to buy the 90s and sell the 91. So we're going to buy eight contracts, the vertical SCHW, 28 January 22, which is this Friday, which is actually tomorrow. Uh, for 69 cents share limit order, And I might have missed the opportunity because she just went from my limit order to 70 cents a share. And I might be just out of luck that way. I'm just gonna leave it alone, see what, if it fills or not. But it's a 33% trade if it does work, and that's a good thing. So go back to the market watch. Visa, we did Yum. I think we already did Yum. Didn't we do Yum already? Y-U-M, Yum Brands yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna pass on Yum only because from the high of the, or I'll, I'll do it for the fun of it. All right, here we go. We started out the year at 102.75, found its bottom by the end of January at 101.35. From there, she goes sideways right up to the middle of March, jumps up to a trading range, uh, 117, travels that right to the middle of July. Jumps up to another trading range of 124.45 and stays there for a couple more months. Then we get to the high of the year, which just happened to be at the end of the year last year. But you get your profit taking, which is usually about three or four days. And it's been nothing but down since then, finding a new 30-day bottom at 119.15. However, it's only a two-day a two -day scenario. So yesterday was a low of the of the. 90-day period and today it opened up but it's another down day so she's lower than she was when she opened so that does not make me a happy camper let's take a look at the big chart for the fun of it yeah the buyers are way retreated in this one so we're just going to bypass that one all together all right so there's only three left to go cf is that certified freight consolidated freight one or the other CF, CF Industries, all right. And it is a weekly. We got two more to go after this. Ooh, I like this chart, this one looks pretty. Starts out at the low of the year. Starts out at the low of the year at $40.32. It doesn't do a whole heck of a lot until she hits um, the middle middle to the end of August, and then she just screams up to the high of the year at 74.77, got your noble profit taken, got your little 30-day support down at the 63.50 area, and she's sitting at 69.12 at this moment in time, 
Where's she normally gonna go? Let's find out. Okay, a little bit slightly down all the way until mid to end of March. So this is a better deal for the next quarter, not this quarter, so we're gonna pass on this one. Next on the list is S-O, S-O, S-O. Who is S-O, S-O is? Southern Co. Company. Wouldn't that be cool if it's Southern Comfort? Who knows? It just says southernco.com. Southern Doe.com. All right, whatever. Uh, right, it is a weekly, so let's jump into that one. S-O. Ooh, I like this chart too. All right, the one-year chart says 58.57, started off the year. Uh, by the end of February, she's at the low of the year, 56.80. Jumps up to a trading range between 61 and 66 and goes sideways all the way until she hits the high of January at 69.23. Get your profit taken for a couple of days. Got your new low, which is 65.39. And she's sitting at 68.40 at this moment in time. And let's see what she normally does based on that. Uh, she's basically a sideways company. There's, there's no real rhyme or reason. She's basically just going to go sideways. I'm going to pass on that one. Last on the list is SWKS. Who the heck is SWKS? I'm going to find out right now. SWKS and it is Skywork Solutions. All right, so SWKS into the one year chart. And it looks, uh, I don't like it. Just just looking at the chart. I mean, even, even a, a third grader or a fourth grader, says, yeah, that looks like it's going down. <laughs> so basically with all that being said, we only made one trade today which is okay because we made enough trades yesterday. However, if this in this trade is just still it's still in the open part, so we could. I'm just gonna leave it alone at the 69 to see if it fills. Because if she does, um, that's still a 30% trade. Anyway, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow, right around 3:34 to find out what's gonna go on. So, you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later.